0: Hi, welcome to The Talking Scrubs. This is your medical podcast and I'm your host, Dr. Ganesh. Uh, I'm sure all of us want to know how it is important to take care of our mental health during a phase like this. And to know more about that, we have Dr. Srinidhi with us. She's a consultant psychiatrist at KMCH Hospital, Coimbatore. Uh, welcome to the show, ma'am. Uh,
1: hello, Dr. Ganesh. Um, first of all, congratulations on the initiative. That you've been taking and uh, thanks for calling me in
0: thank you very much ma'am so as a psychiatrist uh, why do you think give more importance to the mental health during a period of lockdown
1: um, mental health per se is a, a very important part of uh, our health as important as our physical health it has often been uh, ignored um, but because the brain our mental health controls everything uh, how we think, how we feel, and uh, how we behave. So, um, as uh, normally itself, our mental health is very important. And during this time, during our lockdown, uh, when we are faced with an unfamiliar, this is an unfamiliar circumstance which we've never faced before. Yes. So, uh, mental health challenges are are known during this time because we've never faced this situation and it is normal to feel anxious or upset during this time Uh, so mental health is really it becomes very important and challenging to handle your mental health during this time
0: there are a lot of insecurities around this uh, face like in terms of jobs or uh, financial problems or even health conditions for that matter how how do you think uh, can someone deal with that um,
1: so in this challenging situation when uh, the there's already a fear of uh, infection fear of infecting our own family members and uh, fear if you've had contact with the uh, people who are infected so there's a lot of fear around the infection and also because of the lockdown when uh, everything is globally shut when there's no transport schools are shut um, Offices are shut. Uh, and even access to other uh, healthcare facilities. So because this uh, COVID situation has taken the priority, so your normal other health conditions, like be it uh, uh, when people are coming for dialysis, all that people are worried whether they can go to the hospital or they catch infection from there. So everything has come to a halt uh, because of this. So during this time handling uh, the anxiety, the fear, the low mood that we are facing is it becomes very important. Though it's normal to feel anxious during this time, we should have a watch on uh, how we feel most of the time. So if this is going to continue, if you're continuing feeling uh, uh, anxious or upset throughout the day and if it's starting to affect your day-to-day activities, then uh, you will need to seek help for the same. So, the basic things that you can do routinely to keep keep your mental health going uh, would be, uh, first, I think we should all remember that this is going to be a marathon. It's not going to be a short sprint where yes. we're going to finish soon because there are a lot of uncertainties around this. Even now, we don't know. We're still working on medications, vaccines, so many other things. So, keeping your uh, mental and physical uh, health is very important to keep going. So, during this time, your uh, um, keeping a, uh, maintaining a healthy diet and uh, your sleep becomes very very important because sleep problems are known to worsen with stress and stress also produces sleep problems so it's bi-directional so uh, having these two might sound very basic but it's it's very important to keep you going and along with that I think maintaining a routine because Mm -hmm. we as humans we uh, we feel we feel a lot of we express a lot of sense of control by having a routine and that is disturbed in the lockdown and that's that's why most of us feel very helpless so maintaining a routine even though we are at uh, home uh, would also be very very important during this time and, um, uh, and also uh, keeping a track of emotions, though it's n- normal to feel uh, anxious and all that, but still keeping a track of your emotions and when it gets overwhelming, you can, uh, you should connect with people around you and not distance yourself. And it, when it gets unmanageable, don't hesitate to ask for help, uh, be professional also
0: as you were mentioning about when you feel overwhelmed and things like that it is natural that we all feel like that but i want to know like is there any particular cutoff or limit like how much is too much
1: okay so um when it gets overwhelming that you're not able to carry on with your day-to-day things you're thinking right. about it's normal to think about covet during this time but when you're thinking about 24 7 thinking about it all the time, that you are not able to carry out even basic things at home uh, like talking to the rest of the family members or Mm. watching something on TV but you are continuously thinking about it uh, when you are preoccupied about it or when there are people uh, who get uh, suicidal thoughts there are people who start uh, uh, consuming alcohol or other drugs to cope with with their anxiety when, when that happens or there are people who express their helplessness through violence. There have been cases of um, domestic violence um, reported during this time that has gone up. I think globally and also Indian report says that uh, violence has gone up. So these are all ways in which people express their helplessness. Uh, Either they take it in or they show it out. So both ways it has to be managed and these are some of the red flag signs where you have to take help
0: that's exactly what i wanted to know because everybody including myself we feel anxious and we feel like okay we don't have it's not going right we feel we have a sense of doom around us but uh, there's a point there's there should be a point of differentiation right like which is correct, when we are correct. crossing the so line. the
1: pause is okay but if you're not able to carry on after the pause then that gets that becomes a problem
0: yeah, And one more thing which I wanted to ask is, uh, there are people who are generally more, uh, how do we phrase that, they are more conscious about their hygiene, we can say they are over conscious about their hygiene, but during a time when uh, everybody uh, around us are talking about germs and all of us are talking how to be cautious and how to wash our hands, all those things, how do we, uh, how, if someone is like that, someone's over conscious about their hygiene, How can they handle the anxiety associated with this?
1: So this is a very commonly asked question to a psychiatrist. So this uh, because the COVID everybody keeps saying, wash your hands, maintain personal hygiene. So what happens to people who are already cautious of that? So it's a very difficult situation for them. So there are are people who are conscious like that and those conditions, like we see them day in and day out, they are, they are uh, either obsessive compulsive disorder or they not ab- about not amount to a disorder, but still they have traits of the same. Mm. So those kind of people, and it's known to worsen with stress. Those conditions are known to worsen with stress, and when this happens, when we are at this post, this point, when it's an overwhelming stress, it will definitely worsen. So. Um, so they will have to uh, seek help and continue the medications and treatment that they've already been, uh, been taking. So there are platforms where they can teleconsult now because this is something which, uh, which can uh, lead on to other problems as well. Because the people with uh, uh, obsessive compulsive disorder or OCD, uh, these problems, they, they, will, they might go into depression or they, they will have extreme levels of anxiety also. So um, there are platforms in which they can consult, take teleconsultation, where they can talk to the therapist or the consultant. Uh, It might be difficult to handle by themselves if the anxiety gets too much. Yeah. Um, Especially when they already have a disorder, and these uh, these. Problems are known to uh, happen because even in the past uh, with uh, other infection, other influenza infections, when they followed up, that the, the rate, rates have been high. And we've also been, though there are no statistics as yet, but uh, we've also been seeing increased rate of people suffering from this. Mm. Uh, so taking help and family uh, have to help them in, uh, and getting to a professional help. So they have to be helped. It's difficult for them to handle by themselves or the family to handle them.
0: Since uh, you told about uh, the importance of family in handling that, but uh, there are people at, like at home, like if it's you say it's a family and sometimes they are not able to handle someone who's having a situation like that. They are uh, probably annoyed or they are super saturated with the thing which they are dealing with. Uh, what, what should they do ideally? How can we help them?
1: So, family, uh, family of people with uh, OCD, they, they can be of two types. The families can be of two types. One is being accommodative. That is, they uh, overdo, they also help the other person in doing what they are doing. So, meaning, if somebody washes hands repeatedly, they also sometimes enforce the family to do the same. So, they want to avoid problems, so the family also ends up doing the same. That is one category. The other category is the family is tired and they just leave the other person because they don't know what to do so in both cases uh, it is as important as the family also to take help for themselves meaning uh, it is very important in the in the therapy when we address because in ocd medications are all medications and therapy go side by side both are important so we also address Uh, family concerns and how they should handle that person because it is very difficult to handle day in and day out uh, because when when a person spends hours sitting in the in the bathroom beat with washing because washing and washing is the most common uh uh uh, oc symptom that we see so that's why i'm referring to that so that's the most common one it's something which uh,
0: everybody is recommending now as well
1: true true uh, but uh, uh, the line has to be drawn and where they where they how much time they spend on it and how much they do it how much repeatedly they do it so when somebody goes out and comes back washing is okay but sitting and washing for 1 hour or uh, 2 hours is not okay so that that's where we'll have to draw the line um, and uh, coming back to the family thing so i think family uh, during therapy we'll also address how family has to deal with this so family also needs help um, um, not not just to how to how to handle that particular person. They also need help and guidance as to how can, how they can do it.
0: That, that's why, because uh, I've had a person who uh, who had someone in their family who who had something like that. And he was finding it very difficult to cope with the situation at the moment. Because he was trying all his best to be non-judgmental, to be uh, supportive and everything. But after a while, I think uh, it was uh, it was overwhelming for him. It was quite taxing for the person himself. So, Correct. Because so that, so
1: I think due to COVID, they are, also, they are carrying a stress themselves. And yeah. in that stress, if this adds on, it gets very difficult for the other person. Exactly. It's totally, totally understandable why that person feels that way. Um, so, I, I think uh, they should also take help as for their mental health and also how to handle the other person uh, with these problems.
0: Another thing which is happening around is, people are constantly watching the televisions and are exposed to so much information regarding the COVID that creates a sense of anxiety for them. Uh, what should they do? How should they try to handle it?
1: So. This this time we are facing a it's also a digital epidemic or the infodemic that uh, people are referring to now uh, because everybody's uh, checking the media constantly as to uh, checking number of death rates and continuously the, the media also portrays it that way it that that per se increases the anxiety so to handle that I think they sh- have to definitely limit the media use because uh, even even uh, surveys have showed that more than three hours people who watched media have increased rates of anxiety and depression compared to the rest so i think just limiting the media um, uh, media use news regarding covid uh, uh, has to be done Uh, probably uh, half an hour or 15 minutes at the end of the day when they get to watch all all the news it will do rather than repeatedly watching it because nothing's going to change by repeatedly watching it it's just going to worsen your anxiety and it's going to worsen things for you
0: Yeah, because this is something which is happening, right? Like Everybody is having this problem. They in fact call people and talk like you get to know what is the uh, uh, numbers today. Did you see how much positive cases are there today? This has become a trend now. And it's natural for them to feel so but it also induces anxiety in a lot of people.
1: True, true. So I think they should stick to the sites where uh, uh, correct information is given like uh, World Health Organization, CDC where right information and also get more information about the precautions because we'll have to start focusing on what we can control and leave things what we cannot control. So what is in our control is the precautions that we can take and how protected we are and our family is and beyond that the death rates uh, around us or uh, the financial uh, constraints around us all that we start looking at which is not under our control it's just going to worsen things for us.
0: Yes definitely. Thank you Dr. Sriniti for taking time and spending it with us uh, in your schedule and I'm sure this is going to be helpful for a lot of people. Thank you for your time.
1: Thank you, Ganesh. Thanks for the opportunity. and I'll be happy if this, this reaches people and changes lives.
0: So that's all for today, folks. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your time. We will see you soon with another interesting episode or conversation. Stay safe, stay home, stay indoors. And uh, we can do this together. Cheers.